Welcome in to the Saturday edition of the Fun Astrology Podcast. Thomas Miller and we are, yes, we are going to talk about Pisces. I think I've had about 5,000 emails because, Stephanie, I said something last week about Capricorn instead of Pisces. I was thinking backwards, which is not unusual. That's a typical pattern for me. But I said Capricorn and Aquarius, and I meant to say Pisces and Aquarius and Pisces, and and all the Pisceans came out of the woodwork. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, we have not forgot about you, Pisces. No, either. we have not. And here we are. We have made the whole lap around the zodiacal wheel. You have been brilliant in these, and I know I'm going to just slide out of here and let you roll because these Pisceans are saying, Thomas, hush. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it's Pisces time. Thank you. So yes, we have reached to the 12th sign, the culmination of the Zodiac and definitely not last or least. uh, Pisces is the, I feel like the last step before Aries, but it encompasses a bit of everything. So they do call it like the culmination of the Zodiac. And I think Pisces Moon Natives, these individuals are pretty amazing. I know a couple myself. So these individuals will have a vital force that distributes itself in quite a dreamy and porous manner. They're very responsive to the unseen world than to the present Earth plane. So Pisces is ruled by Neptune in modern astrology and Jupiter in ancient astrology. These people are sweet-natured, empathetic, accepting, imaginative, impressionable, selfless, and very spiritual people. They are a mutable water sign, and so they need a health routine that's going to have a lot of flexibility and a very strong intuitive component to fulfill those emotional needs. And the areas of health focus for them are going to be the feet, the immune and lymphatic systems, the parasympathetic nervous system, and the pineal gland. Pisces moon natives are incredibly psychically absorptive, so they need to have strong boundaries and a lot of alone time and solitude away from the world and others. They are empaths, and so they are very sensitive to other people's suffering and pain, and they're going to go to great lengths to heal others because they do not want to see anyone suffering. And this is a very beautiful thing and and one of their greatest gifts. It can put them at risk for emotional and physical fatigue and then physical illness if they reach full depletion. So focusing on their own needs and wellness first is a must. They need to fill their own cup before they try to help others. And they're going to feel best with holistic mind-body-spirit approaches. So things that they're going to benefit the most from are meditation, prayer, yoga, music therapy, and foot reflexology, which is a pretty interesting uh, massage that focuses just on the feet. And there's certain pressure points, acupressure points uh, in Chinese medicine that correspond to different organs and systems in the body. And since Pisces rolls the feet, this can be an incredibly relaxing and uplifting thing for them to do. Things that are going to deplete them quickly are high pressure and noisy environments. And um, dare I say others that are kind of uh, like energy vampires that kind of, they they demand a lot of their attention. So those are where the strong boundaries are going to really come into play and help Pisces moon natives and all Pisces in general for that matter. 
Taking a 15-minute meditation or nap break in a calm environment with soothing music can really do wonders and help them with their vitality. And if they're in a situation where they do feel like there's a lot of demands placed on them, just even getting outside to walk for 10 minutes and sitting down, maybe somewhere quiet and calm near a tree, can kind of help them just separate and put that that uh, guard up to prevent others from taking a lot of their energy and draining them. Neptune governs sleep. So <laughs> Pisces, uh, moon natives and Pisces in general need more sleep than any other sign. It's really important that they give their bodies that extra hour or two of sleep or a long nap if that's what it's asking for. Following a good sleep routine and hygiene can help ensure that they get all their needed Zs and ward off insomnia. Insomnia can happen quite a bit for these individuals. So if that does occur, things that might help would be, uh, like I mentioned earlier, meditation and maybe a guided one with some uh, soothing and calming music. Uh, since they are a very musical sign. And then using relaxing essential oils. So sandalwood, chamomile, and lavender are my favorites. Interesting to note as well, and you've mentioned this too, Thomas, on your podcast a few times, that Neptune rules viruses, bacteria, and the immune system. So all Pisces natives need to pay more attention to supporting that in their bodies. If they're going through a change of season or any undue stress or nervous tension, which we definitely all certainly have these past 19 months, it can weaken the function of the immune system. Things to support immune health that I really want to mention here are ensuring plenty of antioxidant and nutrient-rich fruits and vegetables in the daily diet. Uh, of course, check with your healthcare practitioner, but supplementing with things like vitamin C, you know, whether that's eating extra uh, fruits or actually in a supplemental form can be incredibly helpful when you're going through undue stress. And just I think all of us in general need that right now. And then quercetin, zinc, olive leaf, reishi mushrooms. Neptune actually rules mushrooms, which is really interesting. And vitamin D. So um, all of those things will really help. And then, like I've mentioned previously, making sure that they're getting enough high quality sleep every night at least five minutes of morning sunshine, uh, not not spending tons of time in the sun because we want to make sure we're not sunburning here, but the body does need some sunshine, especially in the morning, which will absolutely help with mood too. And then engaging in daily low-impact exercise. And for Pisces, I recommend swimming. It's perfect since they're the sign of the fish. And all of these things can really help keep those natural defenses of the immune system strong. Also, gentle low-impact exercise uh, is a really great way to help keep the lymphatic system moving, which can be stagnant in Pisces moon natives. And walking is another great way to get things moving without a ton of effort or force on the body. Important for me to mention, though, that Pisceans in general need to support their feet. So wearing supportive footwear when they're walking can can be really helpful because they tend to be inclined to blisters and foot aches. Some herbs that can help assist with lymphatic drainage. And um, once again, just check with your healthcare practitioners. But these I've actually used myself and they, they are incredibly powerful and amazing and usually low cost. Our dandelion, you can get that actually in a tea, which is really lovely to drink. Burdock, red clover, red root, pokey root, cleavers, and blue violet. 
So just keeping those lymphatics healthy and moving and not stagnant is going to really help. And that can also prevent the feet from swelling, which can uh, tend to plague Pisces natives. And Pisces moon natives can have a tendency to mineral and protein deficiency as well as hypoglycemia or low blood sugar. So I mentioned that Virgo moon natives tend to have hyper or are prone to higher blood sugar levels in diabetes. These individuals actually have the opposite. So making sure that they're getting enough protein daily is critical. Uh, and, and as a reference, it's important to get 0.8 grams of protein per pound of body weight. And that is just a reference. So some people are going to need a little bit more. Those that are very physically active and doing weight training are going to need more, sometimes up to 1.5 grams per pound of body weight. And then those that have kidney issues may need less. So I stress working with a dietitian or nutritionist if you're unsure about this. And then eating things like sea vegetables, which also is a nod to Pisces, and the sea is going to be important. So seaweed types like nori, dulse, and kombu can help give the extra minerals, iodine, and anti-inflammatory phytonutrients known as polysaccharides that can really help boost mineral levels in the body. Consciously and intuitively eating can help the dreamy Piscean moon natives get more in touch with their food. And this will also help ensure that they're getting the nutrients they need and lessen chances of indigestion occurring. And this is usually done by being mindful with eating. So sitting down at a table with no distractions of technology like we used to do 100 years ago, chewing well with each bite, savoring the food, paying attention to the taste, the texture, the aroma, and taking 20 minutes at least to fully enjoy the meal. This is going to help a lot with satiety or that feeling of fullness, and it can help ward off any mindless overeating. And I'd also be remiss if I didn't mention to pay attention to alcohol, caffeine, sugar, and other substances that can help boost mood, energy levels, and a lot of people use to cope with stress. Um, I talked about caffeine and other things with other signs, so I promise I'm not just singling out Pisceans here, but I want to mention it's imperative for Pisceans and especially Pisces moon natives that they limit it because, yes, it can help temporarily to escape the overwhelm and the emotions that come with living in this always turned on world, but it will do a lot more harm to Pisceans' very sensitive constitutions in the long run. They are incredibly susceptible to the stimulating and diuretic properties in these substances that's going to lead to more mineral and water loss, reduced energy, immunity, and more fatigue. And it will intensify feelings of spaciness or that daydreaminess and not feeling grounded in their body. And many Pisceans battle this more so than any other sign. Some better options are things like mushroom coffees, which have become really popular, herbal teas, using stevia instead of sugar or artificial sweeteners, and drinking carbonated mineral water with a little bit of citrus, like a lime, lemon, or even like a squeeze of orange. And that's something that I've actually done at dinner parties or social events that makes it look like you're imbibing with everyone else, but nobody knows that it's just carbonated water with some citrus. To help escape the world in a healthy way, Pisces moon natives can look to wellness treatments like hypnotherapy, aquatic bodywork like watsu, massage, like I mentioned earlier, especially on their feet and with essential oils, 
And then flower essences. These can all be wonderful, healthy ways to get a respite from the demands of this earthly existence. And the best flower essences for Pisces moon natives are aspen to help with fears and anxiety that arise from others or the unknown. Since Pisceans are the psychic sponge of the zodiac and they can innately pick up on thoughts and feelings of others. Nicotiana which is made from the tobacco flower. And that can help with any addiction, but especially those to cigarettes. And it really encourages the breaking of unhealthy habits that result from overwhelm with stress and a deluge of emotions. Last, pink yarrow. And this helps bolster personal boundaries while at the same time maintaining empathy for others that Pisceans are so well known for and have such a beautiful gift to offer the world. Stephanie, that was fantastic. I have a button here on my little board that I think is appropriate. Go with me here. I think this is the one that I want. (laughs) (laughs) Yay! (laughs) You have been amazing. And that little sound effect was collective from all of us. Thank you for these, all the signs. Now, If folks want these, number one, they're all going to be rolled into the course. But the other thing is the transcriptions are available and you can get that on the website at funastrology.com. So plenty of reference material. You have created a treasure trove of it. And thank you so much for this great closure, if you will, of the 12 signs with Pisces. Great job. Thank you. And I am so happy that you offer that transcription. It's such a wonderful, beautiful gift and reference for people because some of these things that I have mentioned uh, may be very unfamiliar. And then it can be a lot to remember. And with the herbs and stuff, too, it's very helpful to have the names there. And I really hope that this empowers Pisces moon natives and and all, you know, Zodiac uh, moon natives, because I think just knowing these things that are really going to uplift you physically and then emotionally and spiritually are going to be very empowering. It's something we have control over, which is ourselves. And so I hope that everyone finds us incredibly supportive. And I have so much love for Pisces, especially. Um, I may not have that moon placement myself, but I have Neptune right there with my moon. Um, so I connect to this very strongly. I am an empath, and I know quite a few people with Pisces moons, and they are just a beautiful gift to humanity, in my opinion. There were a couple of themes and a a couple of things I'd like to just pull out here real quick. Mm -hmm. One of those you just mentioned being the empathic side and not from the medical side here as, as I'm approaching this or thinking about this, but rather the energetic side that folks who are sensitive to these energies need to take care of themselves energetically as well as physically. Yes, absolutely critical. I am so glad that you mentioned this. I think that that's something that I myself did not pay much attention to for the longest time. And it is critical because they do absorb so much. They are the sponges. And as we all know, there's just a culmination of a lot of intense energies going on. And they're going to be picking it up left and right from people. They really want to do what they can to ease the suffering and they will take it on. And uh, there, I've been guilty of this myself. There can be a bit of where you sacrifice your own needs to help others. 
And really, it, it goes back to what I mentioned earlier, that you need to fill your own cup before you can help others. Because what's going to happen is, is your body will start to break down. It's not going to be able to give. And then you start getting more fatigued emotionally. And then spiritually, you're just kind of zonked out. Like you can't really give anymore. And it's not a healthy place to be in. So being mindful of what you need to do to support your body physically energetically, especially like getting that time alone, solitude, you know, doing your meditation, even if it's just all you can do is get into bed at night and get some time to yourself, just do five minutes of meditation and block out the world and boost yourself up is going to be incredibly uplifting and important for them because it will affect their mental health more quickly than other signs. Yeah, definitely. And that's great advice with what, however you choose to manage that piece, just don't forget it. I think that's the main message here. Yes, exactly. uh, The other piece that I think is significant, you hinted at this, but I'd really like to bring a call out to this, is the intuition piece. Because for a Piscean, perhaps elevated or amplified more than some of the other signs is the ability to intuit what is right for their bodies. So you might get some medical advice even, and you think, I mean, the doctor is definitive. This is what you need to do, but it just doesn't feel right to you. Don't ever be afraid to get a second opinion. Follow your intuition because for you Pisceans, you Cancers, it is strong. Mm, Yes, excellent point. So true. And don't even be afraid to get a third or fourth opinion. I mean, sometimes practitioners, you know, they're going to have different perspectives. And I think especially for the water signs, but especially Pisceans that are so sensitive, they need to find a practitioner who is going to be incredibly compassionate. It need, they, the practitioner needs to have that emotional side and addresses the full body picture. It cannot just be a, you know, one size fits all. This is how we're going to treat you. And it needs to feel right for the individual. So for those water signs that you mentioned, they need to have that feeling like, yes, this is what my body needs or this is what my energy needs. This is what my spirituality and my, my mental health needs in order for it to be a go. So I would absolutely advise seeking out multiple opinions and going for someone that you feel you connect with on not just a a logical human mind rational perspective but from that uh, emotional you know compassionate perspective too there's a third call out and you got again you got close to it and i'm just going to amplify one shadow side of neptune the ruler and that is addictions And Mm -hmm. I know, like, you and I both have Neptune right on our luminaries. I have it on the sun. You have it on the moon. And interesting, as we've been comparing notes about our chart, that you don't drink alcohol and I don't drink alcohol. And it Mm -hmm. was because of that Neptune conjunction with my son that I just realized as my body started changing as the years went by that I didn't want to know what the end of that line looked like. But Neptune rules addictions, and anybody with their moon in Pisces should at least be aware that that is something that they might want to have a strategy, especially as they get older. 
Yes. And thank you for highlighting that because I think it is an important component to point out. I always want to include uplifting things on these podcasts, but that is something to be very mindful of. And, you know, it's amazing that addictions can take form in many ways. So it might not just be alcohol. It could be Netflix. It could be social media. And so I think being aware of that tendency, because I think what it ties into with the Neptunian and then especially for Pisceans is that they want to uh, kind of find a way to escape temporarily because the world and especially the one we're living on right now is incredibly overwhelming. It's quite intense. It's always turned on. And I think also they have this vision of this utopia that they'd like to be living in. And let's be real, like that usually doesn't happen here while we're on Earth. And so I think for them, it's like, okay, I'll just take like 15 minutes to go check out Netflix and then it turns into three hours. Um, So I think being very mindful that there is a tendency to want to kind of escape a little bit there uh, and finding something, you know, like I mentioned, other things to swap it out for. Or for even myself, I've found immense healing from therapy. And, you know, sometimes it's looking at why, well, why are you escaping? What's going on there? And for me, I think it was because I wasn't taking care of myself, especially from the energetic standpoint. So I think that's incredibly important to point out. I've got to say, as I've been experiencing this phase of my life over the last about 12 years since I started changing everything, If you mind the energetic side, the rest falls into place. It truly does. Because you'll even get answers that were not available to you before when you were living in the low energy. Yes. And Pisces are able to connect with that greater beyond. Like they know what it's like to all be one. So when they meditate, they can go to that space with source, God, universe, whatever you want to call it, where they are just one and everything feels so much better. And they're not feeling all these lower human emotions and frequencies that's going on in the planet. And so I highly encourage especially Pisces, but really everybody to do meditation because I know for me personally, it's changed my life. And for a while, I didn't know how to meditate. I wasn't able to kind of switch off that part of my brain. But once I got into more of a habit, just starting with five minutes and doing it with guided meditations to begin with, I found the energetics, like you mentioned, it it just, I was so much more uplifted and things started falling more into place in my life. So it's, it's a vital component for us because it is, a little bit of a crazy world for sure. What a great way to wrap up this venture that we've been on and segue into what we're going to be doing next week. Yes, we're not stopping this at all. We're continuing on. What's on the slate for next week? We're going to take on questions. That's right. Yeah. So we've got some great listener questions that you guys have sent in. And thank you so much for doing that. So I'm going to start off with addressing the first one that a lovely listener sent in uh, about her eighth house and how that connects with the body. So I can't wait to do that next Saturday. And thank you all so much for listening to these and joining us here. And we look forward to seeing you back next Saturday. 